0: The 2020 NASCAR season has come to a close and we have crowned three champions and accomplished what no other major league in America has done by completing the entire season after the COVID shutdown. On the Behind the Wall Podcast season finale, we celebrate the newest NASCAR Cup Series champion, Chase Elliott, and recap all three series action at Phoenix Raceway. We give our favorite moments, along with our overall impressions of the 2020 season. In addition, we touch on our hopes for the 2021 season and dabble in some over-under. All that and more on the season finale of the Behind the Wall Podcast. Let's roll. Hey, this is Steve Everett, and you're listening to my song, Fake It, available everywhere. Now let's get to the show. This is the Behind the Wall Podcast, brought to you by Behind the Wall Media. I promise they're not drunk. And Welcome back to the season finale of the Behind the Wall podcast. Thank you, Steve Everett. Boys, what a season. What a way to end the season with NASCAR's most popular driver, Chase Elliott, winning the race at Phoenix and taking the championship. Uh, If you guys paid attention, I picked him at the beginning of the playoffs and never looked back. Had a uh, fantastic playoff run. Was clutching the races. You need to be clutching. And... Ended up taking home the ship, but we also have two other champions. Uh, let's go ahead and just start with trucks, though. What did y'all think about the truck race and uh, season overall?
1: I like the truck series. The, over the past couple years, they've kind of been the most entertaining to watch, and I think Xfinity kind of took that crown this year. But the trucks always put on a good show. It's what I feel like that's the package that Cup was aiming for, but they couldn't hit, and the trucks just – they do great. They, uh, good racing throughout, always really close usually. And then the season finale at Phoenix, I'm not the biggest fan of moving the championship race to Phoenix. I was kind of mad when they announced it last season, but for, uh, Phoenix to host the race, I guess it wasn't too bad. The cup race was not good at all, but, the truck Ooh, race, race was pretty good, so I enjoyed that. A solid season for the trucks, and uh, Sheldon Creed's very deserving of his title.
2: Yeah, the truck race, it was a good race. Um, you know, I was really rooting for Zane Smith, uh, like I said, last week. Um, he ended up doing pretty well. Um, didn't, didn't win the championship, but I don't think I was anybody was really expecting him to, considering he was really outperforming. Everybody's expectations to begin with. I think it'll definitely be um, a force to be reckoned with if he chooses to do uh, full time trucks next year again, or if he just decides to um, move up to a Cup Series or Xfinity Series ride. But um, yeah, I thought trucks, um, de- I wouldn't say it was the best uh, race of the weekend, but it was certainly one that did disappoint. And honestly, I think it would have been interesting to see. Um, you know, since it was a nighttime race, um, I, would, I would actually like to see the Cup Series do a nighttime race at Phoenix, whether it's the first season, the first race of Phoenix in the uh, spring or the season finale. But I feel like a nighttime race just brings different vibes, especially for the championship.
3: Yeah, the championship should have been at night. However, NBC loves the NFL more than NASCAR. So that's where that lied. But uh, going back to the truck race. I uh I unfortunately had to work, so I was not able to do watch it. However, the most watching that I did was on Twitter, watching uh Sheldon Creed go from like eighth or ninth to first when everyone went nine wide heading into turn one. God, absolutely electric. Um, but yeah, that's all. That's the only thing I really got to see from the race from the truck race. Or from the truck race, but that uh that over. I think I think it was an overtime finish. That overtime finish was absolutely insane. So, I thought maybe. It was it was pretty close with the Xfinity race. Xfinity race was a little bit better, but truck race was actually exciting. Most of the playoff races from the truck races from the truck race uh this past season were good. So we'll roll with that.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Jay, about the night race and the vibes with the championship. It felt kinda weird crowning the champion in broad daylight. Um I understand that you've got Sunday night football with NBC, but you know, it's it's the it's just the aesthetic of a of a nighttime championship is fun to watch. I like the way they do it. They did it in uh, Homestead, Miami, where it kind of transitioned into night, starting the day and then at night you crown the champion. But uh, Xfinity, that race was extremely interesting. Uh, obviously, new tires were king there near the end. Uh, if you had the tires to make it, that was going to be the catalyst. Austin Syndrick found a way to. Put his car in victory lane. Was really surprised that uh, Chase Briscoe wasn't in contention more. I'm not sure what was going on with his car, but, you know, it during the race, I was not expecting him to win. But before the race, I definitely thought he would have made or had a better finish or been in the mix at the end.
1: Yeah, the Xfinity Series race, in my opinion, was easily the best of the weekend. It came down to another overtime finish, as we saw with the trucks. Would have been cool if we saw another overtime finish in Cup, but there weren't any cautions in that one. But Austin Cindric he had a really solid season. I wouldn't say he was the best in the Xfinity Series. That's obviously Chase Briscoe, but he did go on a stretch there in the middle, where I think he finished top two in like five or six straight races, which is very impressive, as well as picking up his first Oval Track win. But... The racing was good throughout. I thought Justin Allgaier was gonna get it there for a little bit. I root for him all the times, and he's just a good guy. So I want to see him get a title. I think it's uh it's coming pretty soon. And then you got Noah Gragson up there battling for a win. He's in he finished second, but he wasn't a championship guy. And I think he's really gonna be somewhere out there to or someone to watch next year. And uh, excited to see that. Best race of the weekend was the Xfinity Series race and they've continued to put on a show
2: all season long. Yeah. The x race was a good one. Um, the late caution brought some strategy into play and, you know, I, it was, I was really impressed by Austin Sendrick's, um, ability to race through the field, even though he had fresh tires. Um, you know, he really actually put on quite a show at the end. So, um, you know, it's one of those things. The thing I said on the last podcast: uh, no matter who wins the championship, like um, Chase Briscoe already had a, already did what he needed to get done this season. So he got his cup right, and he got like nine wins or something like that. So yeah, um, he he got he did what he needed to do. And like Henry, I was kind of shocked he wasn't more in contention. But you know, I feel like uh, the Phoenix track just uh doesn't hasn't really suited him this year at least. Um he's just hasn't seemed to have the speed at a track like that. Uh it's been all you know, Cindric and uh and all guy. So that's who I knew the battle would come down to. And I thought it would have been interesting um if gregson won the race. But uh yeah, Cindric got it done. Um we'll see what happens next year. I think the Xfinity series next year um, it's gonna I thought this year was kind of dry on talent after the exodus of, you know uh, Custer and Bell and Reddick. Now I think next year is going to be even more less big names at least. I don't know if the talent's necessarily going to go down, but it's gonna open the door for more guys like uh, Harrison Burton and Noah Gregson um, to maybe perform a little bit better and actually uh, contend for a title.
1: Yeah, coming from that group in the Xfinity series, we only have two of them, two of the big-name guys really leaving, Ross Chastain and Chase Briscoe. But I was kind of curious, I don't know how it goes in the driver's head, but maybe we saw Ross Chastain ever since his cup ride was announced. He really wasn't racing that well, and then the cup ride was announced for Chase Briscoe, and he didn't end up seeing a deal. Do you guys think something goes on in the head, they get the cup ride, and – they kind of drive over their heads and everything, trying to get into the get a championship in Xfinity.
0: Usually, I would, but the more I think about it, putting myself in the fire suit of a driver, yeah, you've got a you've got a uh, a cup ride next year and a decent cup ride at that, but you also this is your last chance to be called an Xfinity Series champion. You're not going to get another opportunity, so I don't know if that would diminish the drive to win a championship. But, you know, it, it really would just depend. I don't, I don't, I really wouldn't say that Chastain and Briscoe kind of let off just because they knew they had a ride next year. I just think it was, they were, it was a matter of circumstance. But, um, I mean, if I was in their shoes, I'd I'd be gunning even harder just because hey, I know that I'm not going to be Xfinity next year and I want to be known as an Xfinity champion.
1: Yeah. News broke out today that, uh, Daniel Hemrick or Jeb Burton, two drivers who shared the eight car for junior motorsports this year might end up in the colleague's seat. Everybody thought AJ Almedegger might go there full time. I think colleague just teased everybody with an announcement that AJ would be running Martinsville. But if we see Daniel Hemrick back in Xfinity, do you think he could be a actual contender for his first NASCAR win as well as a champion?
0: I'd say so. You know, He's had he, he had his uh he's had his time with Richard Childress, moved up to cup, underperformed in the eight car, a lot of people are doubting him. So I think if he gets the opportunity to run full time in a decent car, I mean college racing ain't no slouch. But if he if he's in the correct car and he's got it all season, I I see him really in contention for his first win, especially with the amount of talent leaving this year. So there's uh, the Xfinity Series is kind of hurting for big names. Uh, with, I mean, you only got Cindric and Gregson next year. I mean, Michael Nett might sneak in there. Um, I don't know if Harrison Burton's at the level to be like a Christopher Bell yet, but, you know, she's just got to surprise me on that one. But I think that if he gets in the full-time ride, he's going to make a name for himself, and he's going to show that he is a winner in NASCAR.
3: Harrison Burton's going to be there, guaranteed. Damn good driver.
0: He's good. All right, well, let's go ahead and talk about Cup Chase Elliott. Ooh. Fantastic run, as I said earlier on. Uh, really cool to see another Elliott in victory lane for the championship. Uh, I did see an interesting stat that the last or the when Bill Elliott won his last championship, both the Lakers and the Dodgers run their, won their respected titles. So, coincidence maybe, but. What would y'all think about the cup race besides the fact that it was an extremely boring race and not look, it made me not look forward to next year, but overall thoughts about championship?
1: If it wasn't the championship race, I probably would have taken a nap in the middle of it because the race was not good, uh, to say the least. But I we talked about it the last couple of weeks on the podcast, and I didn't think Chase Elliott had what it took to – go out there and go from the back at that and go win a championship. So really impressive drive for uh, Chase Elliott and kind of cool to see the cup come back to Hendrick Motorsports. Last person who did it was Jimmy in 2016. It was a really cool moment when uh, Jimmy came up and went driver's side to driver's side with Chase Elliott and Rick Allen, I think mentioned passing the torch last time Jimmy won his championship was when uh, Chase Elliott's first season and Cup, and now Chase's first championship is when Jimmy's departing. so it was a cool moment between that, but then going back to the race is just really impressive to see how fast Chase's car was. I thought Keselowski had it for a little bit. Logano looked strong, but Denny just didn't seem to have it, which really shocked me because he ran pretty solid there in the spring and also won there last fall, so sucks that my prediction wasn't right, and Henry got it right because I hate that, but it was me a too a solid championship Sorry about it. race, I guess. I don't want to come back to Phoenix for a championship race, but I guess we're going to have to deal with it for a couple more years.
0: I can agree with you on that one.
2: I, I, I actually disagree, and um, here's why. Well, I, well, I don't think that Phoenix is a bad track. I just think that in the championship circumstances, you're focusing on four drivers who are competing for the race, and that's all who's focusing on. So most of the guys in the field are pretty much not going to race them very hard. And that's the problem with the Phoenix was it's not that the racing was bad. The racing was actually very good. Um, There were multiple grooves in turns one and two and three and four. We saw Keselowski uh, almost pull a slider on Chase and stuff it deep into three and win that stage. There was a lot of good side-by-side racing. Hamlin was trying to pass Logano for a while. And they were getting side by side. Chase Elliott cutting through the field on his way up to the front, um, made it by like the competition caution. I don't think the racing was bad at all. In fact, last spring at the spring race, we had a great Phoenix race, in my opinion. There's a lot of action, but in the spring, everybody is really racing each other to the max. Where in this case, people were more or less kind of pulling over for the championship four guys and letting them do their thing, because nobody wants to be the guy who interferes with that. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I saw it on Twitter. I saw something on Twitter about like a side reward for drivers who end up winning the race who aren't in the playoffs, and I think that could be a good incentive from the for everyone to race hard and try to get the win, even if it's not a playoff driver. So maybe in the future, I think that'd be interesting. That way, you get uh, like a Kevin Harvick running better up near the front. Um, but you well, know, think about think
2: about how great the Homestead race this it was this year when everybody was racing each other hard, I mean, you can argue in the past that the Homestead finales have kind of been boring at some points in the race because, you know, it was just the middle of the race and, you know, like in stage two, you know, like you might not see that much action. But I mean, in the June race at Homestead, it was awesome. Would you not agree?
0: Yeah, no, I I agree. I think it's just, I think the package works very well at the mile tracks or uh, mile and a half tracks uh homestead definitely a track that i'd be i I, I just wish they would have kept it at homestead you know I, I i get that they felt the need to switch it up but i just don't know how interesting a championship race would be at uh at a phoenix compared to a mile and a half track like a, a charlotte you know if i think there'd be need, more action
1: if a track Go needs one to enhance the racing action i tweeted it it's I don't think we need to be putting that there. Why move to championship race where you need to put sticky stuff on the track to make the racing good? I think not
2: the track, it's the car, it's the package.
1: I know, but like you said, we didn't have the PJ1 in the higher lane in the spring race, and the racing was good. Then yeah. they go and add it, and it it destroyed the racing. I hated seeing them run the top. Running the bottom, it kind of gives it more of a short track feel, even though I guess it wouldn't classify as a short track. I, just, I hate PJ1, and I just wish we would Stop doing, and then the car just makes some of these tracks unrace or unpassable without it. But it's ridiculous that we need it for a championship race.
0: I'd I'd much rather um like just use the tire dragon. The, uh, the tire dragon's more natural with just putting rubber on the track, and you know I I think the tire dragon just puts on a better show. I don't know why they they strayed away from the tire dragon. Probably because it's expensive. But I I don't see PJ one being that cheap.
2: Well, the P3-1 so, was raced on Friday and Saturday night, so it had already kind of worn away by the time they got to Sunday.
3: True.
0: Yeah, but overall, I, I mean, I just – I was not a fan of the, the track change. I had hopes, but I, th- I think a championship night race would be a lot more exciting because – I mean, it's not a short track, but usually just night races on any track get to be more interesting, and they have more action, and they just they're just more appealing. But you know, I, I really I agree with whoever said it. We need a we need another night race at Phoenix, whether it be the spring or fall. Uh, maybe maybe kick the NFL to NBC, NBCSN. You know, at some yeah, point you just I gotta pick your battles.
1: Day we're kicking NFL to NBCSN, but that would i' would think we're I would yeah.
3: NFL. Good luck with that oh man
0: all
1: right well another <laughs> another
0: thing pertaining to the championship oh. race uh nBC de- debuted their new uh their new championship song which is Oof. uh I believe that we will win by pitbull uh oh. it all it's all coming together now because we thought that uh whatever that song was that pitbull sang uh get ready we thought that yeah, get ready. I th- we I thought that that was going to be the, the NBC anthem, but uh guess not. So they ended up using I Believe We Will Win as the championship song, and they used the footage that they filmed at Phoenix earlier in the year. But I got a question for y'all. If you were in charge of doing the music
3: oh, for
0: NBC, what song would you want to use for the championship? So give us a name and then just – briefly like 30 seconds explain why so we'll start we'll go adam j josh in alphabetical order i'll round it out
3: let's roll all right hear me out hear me out it's called superman jimmy by marty fail
0: what in the world what is what? this superman it's, jimmy it's
3: literally jimmy johnson has his own square dancing song Explain why that's a championship like song.
2: Broccoli or something.
3: It's actually fantastic. Broccoli salad is fantastic.
2: Broccoli salad. All right,
3: well, explain yourself here
0: because besides Superman, Jimmy, why why is it a championship song besides the fact that
3: Jimmy has won seven championships? It's all in the title. I don't know. I've never listened to it. I saw the title. I just roll with it. You know me. All right. I just roll with it. <laughs>
0: All right, Jay. What's <laughs> on
2: um, All right. So, I, I, as we speak, I'm looking it up right now because I don't actually know the name of it. But, you know, this is bringing me back to my childhood here. Um, picture this. It's 2006. Okay. And you're in the movie theater watching Cars, and you hear Sheryl Crow singing Real Gone. Dude. And, Ooh. Dude, and lightning, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I can hear it in my head now. Yeah. Real
0: gold. And yeah, so you're listening to that, and you got Lightning McQueen on screen
2: saying "Kurtu." <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the championship song. That needs to be the championship song.
1: <laughs> all right,
2: Josh, what you got for us?
1: Uh. And- Jake kind of stole my idea with the car thing. I was thinking, like, life is a highway, but... Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't think... In, like, sports now, it's... They're moving away from country music, and we've seen NASCAR move away from country music with, like, their championship song. So, a uh, song that I'm really vibing with recently is uh, Outside by Calvin Harris and uh, Ellie Goulding. Pretty solid song. Got some good oh. beat uh, and a good championship song, I feel like. Hypes you oh. up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who?
0: Calvin Harris.
3: Superman Jimmy was better. Jesus.
0: <laughs> I don't know about Superman Jimmy.
3: Well, we got to roll uh, with
0: just, Superman I, Jimmy. I,
2: Henry, can I you play I, Superman I, Jimmy? Like a, maybe a little clip of it or something? I don't know.
0: Uh, it's it's going to be in the, in the final pod, but man, that, uh, okay. <laughs> that
2: Superman Jimmy. Dude, wait, I don't I, know if I'm going to be able to find
0: that. All right. Yeah, I got um, it no, don't don't play it over here because you're gonna No, be I know. But don't. uh, I'll send you a link. For me, uh, it's a tough one. I'm I don't have to go with a little classic rock here, and it's not necessarily the the start of the song, but it, it's War Pigs by Black Sabbath. But you kind of get like the slow start, and then it's
3: like and
0: it's it fires you up, and I I remember Wait. seeing it on I... s- someone at a. Someone had uh, put it to like War Zone or something when you're coming out of the plane, but it, it was like, man, this this would fire you up. Hang,
3: hang or, on, uh, yeah, War, war, war zone, or uh, War Pigs. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Back up. H- how'd it go again? Can you really? I, I I really missed it. Can you just hit me hit me with it one more time, please?
0: I ain't doing it again. Jeez. I ain't doing it again. All right. Well, <laughs> so it's it's clear that none of us are gonna be in the NBC booth making these decisions because Superman, Superman Jimmy,
3: Superman Jimmy.
0: Three, three out of four were, uh, or I'd say two out of four were uh, sad. But well, you can you bad. can draw your own conclusions. Three but, uh, out of
3: four. Real gone is the winner. Yes.
0: Yeah, I've real heard gone heard. is pretty He's good. Knocked it out the park. Yeah, that is, that's pretty that good. Was Hold a on,
2: so All
0: right. Um, so 20, 2020 season is over. Let's go ahead and just reflect a little bit. It was a surprising season, Uh, a lot of adversity going on, as mentioned earlier, only major league in America that was able to finish their season or play the – or have the whole season, MLB wasn't able to do that. Uh, College football, NFL – I guess NFL, but they they really didn't get affected by it too much, Uh, and then NBA as well. But let's just – I just want to take a moment. I want to hear y'all's favorite memories or best moments from the season – uh adam we'll, we'll we'll keep the uh the alphabetical order going here adam j josh what you got adam
3: hey dude i was looking it up i was trying to find how many laps down timmy hill was the entire season that was my that was my claim to fame right there give me a hang on let me give, me give me a little give me a little minute here
0: yeah i don't think you're gonna be able to find that Shoot. um so that's that's your favorite moment cool. is timmy hill going laps down I was and being
2: sarcastic too. Bumping William Byron out of the way? Yes.
3: I was being sarcastic. I was leading into Timmy Hill winning the Pro Invitational there. Come on. Saw my thunder. But yes, Timmy Hill winning the iRacing Pro Invitational right there, national television. That was my favorite moment. Yes. Timmy
2: Hill, go to All team. right, Jay. Um, you know, as you know I'm an Elliott fan, and you know, I really want to say him winning a championship and seeing him next to Jimmy was really cool. Um, but seeing William Byron get his first one was also pretty special. That was. So I'm really torn between them. Plus that, that Daytona race was something else. Um, I still think
3: about it. Jeez.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'll go with the Daytona race because that was – I had my doubts. I thought Daytona race was just going to be too chaotic, you know, now I I wasn't gonna be a fan because I missed the Firecracker 400, but ended up delivering. So that's my moment of the season.
1: All right, my moment of the season. I don't know. It's kind of hard. I'm gonna go stick with the uh, post coronavirus, and I'm gonna have to say the Talladega race in June. It was a pretty crazy race throughout, and then we get one of the classic Talladega finishes with. Everybody spreading out everywhere. I'm pretty sure Eric Armero across the line backwards and finished third. Stenhouse almost won it. Blaney edged him out. It was just a insane finish. If I wasn't gonna go that, Jay stole my thing. I was gonna say William Byron's first win, but that Talladega race was fantastic.
0: So I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise y'all here. First of all, I'm, I'm surprised he, none of y'all took mine. Uh, close second was Kurt Busch getting his first win at Las Vegas. That was a special moment. I've said it a couple times before, but who's shocked? my favorite moment of the 2020 season has got to be the comeback of Ryan Newman. I mean, going from a crash on the first race of the season in Daytona where he almost lost his life. Uh, some can argue that the Newman bar ended up saving his life, but for that scary of a wreck and the recovery that took and COVID helping him out there. So he didn't miss too many races, but um, Ryan Newman coming back and getting back in the car this season with little to no uh injuries after that wreck that was that was a pretty cool moment um but kind of like a side or question number two what are y'all's over uh what are y'all's thoughts about the season like what's your overall impression did you think it was a good year for NASCAR uh or not I mean let's let's be brutally honest here Adam what you got
3: well, real quick, let me just go back to the previous one. Let me give you a real answer. You know, I like Timmy Hill, but the, my favorite moment was was Chase Elliott doing some Houdini stuff on Kyle Bush, giving him the bird at Darlington. Um, that was the whole downfall for Kyle Bush um and giving Chase the momentum to win the win the championship at the end of the season. But moving on. Um Yeah, I really think that the uh, I really think that NASCAR made a name for itself being the first sport back after the COVID break. Um, after being the first sport to actually come back on TV and really implement basically be the backbone to all the COVID protocols. And I really believe that you know they started all the COVID protocols for the NBA, the NFL, even the NHL. Um, and so they it, they really gained some national recognition that way as well as probably reaching a new audience basically to the point where you know everyone's been so bored for months nothing on TV nothing but reruns on sports center to go in to have you know a full cup race live on the weekend after i don't even know how long the break was maybe 2 months maybe i can't remember and they really were able to captivate a new audience probably in that sense. And so that's what I really enjoyed about the whole season was being bringing new fans to the sport um, as well as myself. So that's why – that's my favorite part of the season was the comeback. Comeback story.
2: So – Josh I'm, or Jay? I would probably describe the Cup Series season as – I mean <sighs> – it was, it had its ups and downs for sure. Um, you know, I feel like being the first sport to return from coronavirus, there was really a lot of opportunity to, for growth. And unfortunately I don't feel like there was that much of a growth in viewership, um, which I was kind of disappointed by, but at the same time, uh, like, like was mentioned earlier, we still got a full NASCAR season in base. baseball only got 60 games. Um, you know, so other sports um got shortened too. So it was it was positive uh, that they were able to get the season back on track and and uh you know there were also some negatives, you know, uh Ryan Newman's crash, um, you know, Kyle Larson controversy, uh the Noose controversy kinda cast some bad press for NASCAR. But ultimately, uh, it ended up working out in the end. Um, everything seemed to work out for the for the better. Um, you know, Larson got reinstated, and Bubba Wallace got a new ride. Um, so, you know, there's still growth. Um, the next-gen car did get delayed, but there's some new teams coming to the sport, some old teams leaving. It was kind of just a mix of, I'd say, some ups and downs, you know. Um, so... I feel like it was still a good year, and every every year with NASCAR, no matter how it is, is a good year.
3: Something to add on to that is, you know, with NASCAR, there were no um, real live disputes on the schedule and how they were going to bring it back. Drivers and teams just wanted to race, whereas the NBA, it took forever for – their player association, the NHL, to their player association, and even the NFLPA to agree on um, how to come back after this. And it took forever and possibly even delayed the NBA and the NHL. The NFL was uh, long down the road. But um, every, every driver just wanted to come back and race, and there was no dispute about it. And that's what probably made it so much easier than every other sport um, after the COVID break. So that's just my two cents.
1: I'm going to stick to – on track action and if i was going to use one word to describe the racing product this season i'd say disappointing i think the four races we saw before coronavirus i think they were all really solid races las vegas was good auto club was good like we talked about it the phoenix race was good and of course Daytona 500 always is a really solid race but then we get the after coronavirus and i feel like we got to where 2019 left and just a strand of boring races and a package you can't pass with. Yes, we had Kentucky with the crazy four-wide finish where my man Cole Custer got his first win. What, we had the Talladega race we just talked about. We had a few really solid races here and there, but other than those few, it's all kind of just snooze fest. And I think a majority of the playoffs was just that, I think. Daytona was really good going into the playoffs, but then you get to the playoffs and Richmond wasn't that good. Uh, the championship race wasn't good. Texas wasn't good. There was a, just a bunch of races that you really couldn't pass or do anything. So disappointing, that is was how i describe the on-track stuff. But off-track, I think we have a lot to look forward to in the future. Uh, we got Team Trackhouse coming in, Michael Jordan investing with Denny Hamlin to get Bubba Wallace in a car. We'll see how he does in that. We have Spire buying another charter to get in there. We have a bunch of new teams coming into sport. We have a whole new schedule next year with a bunch of brand new tracks. So I think we have so much to look forward to next season. I think it's going to be hard and not hard to beat uh, what we had this season. Uh, Adam Stern tweeted earlier today that NASCAR's ratings dropped 1%. This season, if you take out the postponed Daytona 500, we're up 1%. So it's still steady progress. We're not gaining anything. We're not losing anything. But you look at other sports where they're dropping half of viewerships uh, because uh, the comeback to coronavirus and in politics getting in the way of how people perceive sports. So a lot to look forward to next season. But uh, on-track action still needs to pick up.
0: Yeah, I'm just gonna look at it as a total overview of the season. You know, you had a comeback, or you had tr- you started the year out with a devastating crash. You had a comeback. You had COVID. You had on uh, on track rivalries. You had controversy. You had a, or a lot of controversy. Uh, you have you had new sponsors coming into the sport. You had uh, new rules and regulations. You know, and a brand new winner at the end of the season who everyone seems to like with Chase Elliott. Um, I mean, there's always it, – it didn't seem like there was one week that went by that didn't have some kind of news, whether it was good or bad. But NASCAR always seemed to, for the most part, stay in the news for some reason, whether it be uh, Newman coming back or Michael Jordan coming to the sport or a uh, brand-new champion. So I think overall – the, the NASCAR community has gotten stronger. I think they really show that they're uh, they're here to stay this season. There's a lot to look forward to, like you said, Josh. And then on track, I mean, yeah, the, the racing could be better. We just got to have to figure out a way to do it. Uh, really looking forward to the next-gen car in 2022. But overall, I, I'm happy with the season. I'm sad it's over. It's going to be a long 70-something days until Daytona. Oh, But – I think you you've really got something to look forward to. So I'm happy with the season. Sad to see it go, but I'm looking forward to 2021. Looking to get rid of uh, 2020 forever. But for uh, for NASCAR, working with what they had, they did a uh, they did a fantastic job. So hats off to all the the whole crew at NASCAR.
2: And see, Jay's got some to say as well. Yeah, you know that's the thing is. Uh... No matter what happened this year, there, there's always something promising to look forward to. And, yeah, we've got another year. Some people are really upset with the the racing, and the package, like you mentioned, Josh. But, you know, we've got another year of it, and then we've, we'll see what the next-gen car holds. And there's going to be a lot more news regarding the next-gen car. They're doing some testing uh, next week at Charlotte on the road course in the Oval. Uh, we'll start to see the final car revealed. We'll see paint schemes come out and stuff like that. It's going to be exciting, um, you know. I think um, the future of the sport is is basically going on this next gen car. We got new tracks to look forward to next year. Um, overall, I think it's it's going to be a good year.
0: And with that being said, we are we are closing out this season of behind the wall. But I would be absolutely remiss if we didn't have one more. Over under, Josh's favorite game. I'm uh, y'all, y'all ready for y'all ready for a little over under to close out the year? Of course. All right. Well, the theme for this over under is twenty twenty one season stats. So I hope you guys are all brushed up on your numbers. Wait, so you wait. Be them. Say that again. 20 or sorry, 2020 season stats. I was about to say, <laughs> I
3: was about to say, brother, 2021 hadn't happened yet. Come on now.
0: Um, I've already, I'm already looking forward to 2021. I'm, yes, I'm ready to be done with this year, but let's, ro- let's roll. All right. Well, let's, let's go ahead and jump into number one. Kurt Bush has had over or under 15 top tens this season.
3: Under. No, under. Oh, you said top. ten, Josh.
0: Top ten. Yeah. Josh, did you give an answer? I said over. All right. Josh is correct. My man, Kurt Busch, with 19 top tens this season. Jesus. Josh popping out once again, 1-0 lead, or 1-0-0 lead. I can never win this. Number two, Martin Truex Jr. finished over or under 95% of the laps this season.
3: Over. Under. Over.
0: Looks like we're all tied up here. Martin Truex Jr. Let's roll finished ninety-seven point seven percent of the laps this season. Dang. Yeah. Jeez. He was he was clutch. He he really didn't wreck out too often. Number three, this one's for you, Josh. Alex Bowman has or <laughs> uh, Alex Bowman had over or under five hundred laps led this season.
2: Under.
3: Under. Please pick over. You smarty
1: pants.
0: Yes. Did you say over? Yeah. We've got a tie for the lead. Jay and Josh. All right, I'm sorry, Jay and Tom. (laughs) Alex Bowman led 440 laps this season. Let's roll. How about that? All right, number four. Adam, this one's for you. Uh Uh-oh. Timmy Hill had over or under 12 <laughs>
2: DNFs this season. Oh, over.
3: God. Over. Oh, my boy. Josh? He's going to pick over. under. Oh, shit.
0: Everyone picked over. All right, over. you guys are correct. He had 14 DNFs this season. Yes, sir.
3: <laughs> MGM Motorsports for the win.
1: Is that Justin Cup or is that among, like, all three series? That's Justin Cupp. <laughs> Cupp statistics. Yikes.
3: That's a tough about, one.
0: That's uh, I'm not going to crunch the numbers real quick, but that's 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 close to over or around half the races he did not finish. That's tough. I think he's about he's four off, having a fifty percent finish streak. So it's tough. It's your boy. It's your boy, Adam. All right. Woo! Final question, Josh. You're eliminated. It's between Jay and Big Tom. Woo! Clint Boyer had an average start of over or under fifteen. Under.
3: An average start. I'm gonna go. Un- I would go under. Yeah.
0: You guys are both correct.
3: Yes. Roll.
0: Average start of thirteen. All right. And final question. You guys first one to blurt out your answer. Okay. because uh, you can't have you can't pick the same one. But you know, uh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know the deal. You know the deal. All right, so we've left Jay out of this one, but this one's for you, Jay. Your boy Chase Elliott. Led over or under one thousand two hundred fifty laps. Under. guess it was kind of like a tie. There's it, it was under. It was oh! two hundred forty-seven. Oh, I caught it. Wait All right. First. Um, oh. Uh, I heard him. I heard him at the same time. All right, we'll do. Uh, we'll do one more. Uh, Chase Elliott had over or under twenty top tens this season. Over, over. Jeez. Jay is the winner. Whoa, twenty-two. Whoa, whoa. We at
3: the
1: same that, time. That
0: was, that was no. That was yeah, for, that, that one that
2: was Jay, way, that
3: One was way closer than the last one.
2: No. I, I think I, think I got you both times. Actually, you I called. What look crap! Looking, at, looking
0: at the volume right here, it looks like for the for the last question, you guys were the same. This one, Jay barely edged you out there. Bull. So Jay, Jay is the champion this week of over under. God. I don't know about season stats. You might have just tied Josh. I know Josh popped off. Yeah, just season, scared. but uh, it's all right. I just want to give a shout I, out to I our. Pull. Go ahead.
3: Real quick, yeah. I pulled a, I pulled a Timmy Hill. I went 0 for this season. It's all right. We'll get him next year.
0: Yeah, you know what? You, you might have to put some, uh, put some spicy Danos on that, uh, on that God, game next year, maybe make lose. it a little better. But uh, I do spice. want to give a shout-out to our sponsor for Over Under. It's Danos. Danos seasoning is made with just the good stuff in life, all-natural, unrefined sea salt, and the best herbs and spices they can find. Spices and herbs come first. None of that fake stuff like gluten, artificial chemicals, sugar, or GMOs. Get your Dano seasoning at danoseasoning.com backslash behind the wall or use our code behind the wall at checkout. So instead of hot takes, because it's going to be tough to have a hot take for the off season, but we'll do do a little round the horn here. Everyone give uh, the worst hot take of the season. I have a feeling I know what Josh's is, but – or let me clarify anyone's hot take. Um Oh I could you ever had the worst one. I know. Uh, we'll, we'll go we'll go and start with Jay the champion, we'll go Josh big Thomas and I'll close it out.
2: I know Henry's was the worst because he said we were gonna have no rain delays, and then what did we have? Like <laughs> <You laughs> st- we had a we had a couple rain delays.
3: You stole mine. No,
1: Man, you can all just call me out. That was a pretty bad hot take. God, that was a yeah, terrible it was quite hot take. One. I think that was – I was going to say that one because that was the most memorable hot take of the season. I remember <laughs> the first time it rained after he made that hot take. He went and posted that video on the Twitter with the music playing in the background and all the tweets popping up in the rain. So that was probably, like, the most memorable hot take we had this season.
0: So all, all three of you all in agreement? Uh, confirmed. Yep. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on Josh a little bit. Yes. Uh, I think the worst. I, I, I do believe that my hot take about the rain was definitely the worst. But I gotta pick someone else. So Josh, the one that comes to mind was you saying that Kyle Busch would not get a win this season. He ended up being wrong.
3: It was, it uh, was, that wasn't really that <laughs> wasn't really the worst hot take. I mean, he was. Dang that's
0: all gross. I can think of. It made sense. That's all I can think of. Yeah, it did.
3: You could blame me for it. You could have said me saying Timmy Hill was gonna have a top ten.
0: See, I just, I, I, I just kind of cancel out half the hot takes that you have. Sheesh. Um, so I don't really remember them. But you know, I, actually, I will say that Timmy Hill getting a top ten was was kind of trash. But it's fine. You know, you live and you learn. Hopefully, next season we'll have some better hot takes that actually pan out. Um, I will not make any hot take predictions about the the rain. I'm staying away. Cause I brought some bad karma on NASCAR but you know I'll, I'll pull out some hot takes about other stuff but uh, this's been a fun season uh, it's it's tough to tough to stay or tough to wave goodbye to this season and wave wave goodbye to our first full season uh Jay's got something to say real quick before I close it out
2: real quick you got two seconds to respond 2021 champion prediction I'll start Kyle Larson No! Oh! Kevin Hart, Chase Ellie goes back to back. Oh,
3: was my number two. Kyle Larson was my number one.
0: Alright, big Tom, two seconds.
3: Ja- uh, 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 Kevin Hart.
0: Wow, so you nice. just uh, wow, you just copied Josh. Nice. So you didn't want to copy us, but you copied Josh.
3: Oh, I didn't I didn't even hear Kevin Harvick. He said that. Shoot, okay. Uh uh. Yeah, Eric, Eric Jones.
1: In the wow. <laughs> You're insane. <gasps> <gasps> I know. All right, all
0: right, I take it back because I know I know that that might be a worse hot take because that kind of is a hot take with the prediction. So, Big Thomas, king of the worst takes.
3: Yes, I want something. Woo.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, we we really do appreciate y'all listening all season. Uh, tough to wave goodbye to our first full season, but we'll be back next year. Uh, We're hoping to upload some content as news comes out during the off-season. We won't be doing the weekly podcast because we'll be talking about the same stuff every week, but stay tuned for interviews that we may have. Uh, We're going to keep reaching out to different people, trying to get interviews, so when that comes up, we'll probably be posting those on our YouTube and Spotify. Uh, Make sure you follow us on social media. Uh, Check out our blog. We've got a bunch of content coming because we won't have anything else to do, so Thanks for, uh, thanks for living the NASCAR season with us this season. Uh, look forward to next season, hopefully a, uh, a rain-free season. But on behalf of Jay, Josh, Big Thomas, Steve Everett, and all the other people who have joined us along the way, thank you for tuning in to the Behind the Wall podcast. Farewell until 2021.